Welcome to the Unfunny Kevin Show. I am your host, Kevin Melody. It is Monday, May 3rd. Um, Jeez, it's... What is it? Noon? Yeah, it's fucking noon. Uh, I'm, I'm here early, obviously, uh, making sure I'm on time for you fuckos. Uh, we're going to have... I'm going to put up a vote. We were talking... <laughs> welcome. I hope you had a great week. Now we're going to move past that. I, I put, I'm going to put up a vote for what people want to name the show, um, the, the comedy show that I'm looking to put together. Uh, I put up a poll to see like different ideas people had. Basically we're working on a show. Um, it's, uh, in, you know, in the back of this, uh, this, this little barber shop. Uh, and it's, it's a cool, it's a really cool space, but it's like outdoors and whatever. And so I put it, I put together a poll, uh, for what to, to name the show. Uh, let's see. Where the fuck is it? Okay. Hold on. See all. We have Punch on the Patio, Patio Punch, The Backyardigans, Backdoor Comedy, Open Ear Market, Unfunny, Unmasked, Unstravaganza, The Unfunny Kevin Show. That's funny. Um, <laughs> and then we have uh, Fresh Air and Fresh Laughs. So I'm just going to fucking post these on the Instagram, Unfunny Kev. Uh, on Instagram, and then people can just vote, and whatever the fuck you guys pick, we're gonna name the show that. I think that'd be funny. Um, you know, it occurred to me the other <laughs> the other day, I was talking to somebody, and uh, they said, "Why is your show called the Unfunny Kevin Show?" Uh, and this person just happens to think I'm I'm funny, and I said, "Well, <laughs> well, let's start. I'll break it down for you. This is." The reason I'm going to take you back in time. So we're in 2021 right now. So in 20, uh, let's say 10 years ago, 10 years ago, my parents got divorced. I was a uh, very crazy, unruly young man. And um, I was, I really loved writing. And I think I was, at the time, I, I wasn't writing jokes. I was writing like music and poetry. And I was like a very hurt young man. Um, and I really liked rapping. Like my my biggest, it's like it's one of the funniest things I think about me. And like I was actually a great rapper. Um, I had great lyrics. I was like really technically gifted. Um, and I I I would do it today. I would never do it again. But I, but I'm happy I did it when I did. I got to perform with some people I uh, I really admire that make rap music. Um, and now I have tapped in tappedinmusic.com. Uh, please support the show. So back then, I was making music. It was fun, whatever. And at the time, I was dating this girl. Um, we'll just, what do we call her? I love coming up with names that don't even come close to what the real name is. Uh, <laughs> Margaret. I was dating a girl named Margaret. Um, <laughs> and Margaret like supported my music, came to my concerts. It was really cool. Um, but she was kind of uh, crazy. Like, not, okay. How do I how do I say this properly? She was she was uh she, Margaret was going through her own set of things. So um I was stopping music, not because of Margaret, but like I was just kind of stopping music. And I think we were I had I had taken Margaret on a date to see a comedy show. And I was always I grew up with comedy. I, I was I was raised on stand-up comedians really fucking young. I was watching George Carlin when I was like five. Super inappropriate, um, but so happy it happened. Because it made me look at the world quite differently at a young age. 
but um but by being around comedy and like my father also like he uh he wrote a bunch of television shows that were comedic he was obsessed with comedy it's pretty much like the main thing in our house so because of those things i was really drawn to comedy and so i made a fucking passing remark to her to margaret we went to the we went to see uh we went to the 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 comedy where do we go no not the comedy store we went to the laugh factory on sunset because they let you go in when you were underage back then um, I don't know if you can still do it, but they'd give you a band that says you're under 21. So you could be 18. And I thought that's cool. Like 18, like I fucking hated going to the club and I hated fucking, I'm not going to gyrate with you and fucking, you know, listen to bass music and have, uh, uh, over the pants sex on the dance floor. I'm not into it. I, w- I wanted to do something more interesting and something that appealed to me. So I took her out and we had a really good time. We laughed, whatever. We're driving home, and I told Margaret about my history with comedy, and I said, you know, I really love stand-up, and I feel like whenever I'm in, uh, uh, and since, anytime I'm in, like, a club, whether, like, the comedy store, things like that, like, it just feels right. Like, I've been in tons of office settings, I've worked at Jamba Juice, I've sold drugs, I've done the whole, I've, I've worked every odd job in the fucking world Uh, and every corporate job you can imagine. And I just never, nothing feels right. Like I felt like if I were to die in the uh, comedy store, I wouldn't be upset. Like there was some kind of weird vibes and that was way later. Like I I, I got to, you know, hang out there and and see shows and later do some open mics. So like the, the comedy store itself was very uh, historic, obviously, but I'm just saying that it, it always felt right to me. Comedy felt right to me. And uh, it gives me the, it elicits the same emotions that podcasting does for me. Like I like being able to talk to others like on tapped in and learn about other fucking people and, um, share my experiences with people. So, so anyway, I was, (laughs) I shared like a really nice tender moment with her and, um, she was so ultra competitive. And again, it was the Margaret show. Like that was, you know, that was the dynamic of our relationship it's like, how do I serve Margaret? How do I make sure Margaret's happy? Make sure I'm, it's all about Margaret. And when I mentioned something slightly selfish, like, hey, I actually love comedy and I'm young. I think it might be a good thing. Maybe I could, rather than write music, I can just write jokes and I can I can go and try to do some comedy. And, and she was like, well, um, I'm funny. And I was like, that's not yes or no. Like, you're not answering me. I'm trying to, I'm asking you, do you think it'd be cool? Like, would you, you be okay with it? I'm asking permission. Jesus. God, fucking 18 year old me. Would you be okay with this? And, and she was like, you know, no, no, I wouldn't. No. And obviously, cause you know, she had some kind of weird fucking thing in her head, but she was like, no, I'm fuck, but I'm funny. Like I could do stand up. I'm fucking funny. You're, you're unfunny. You're not even funny. I'm the aren't I the funniest? And I was like, you're not funny. And she goes, you're unfunny. And then I proceeded. (laughs) We broke up like, I don't know, six months later. And then I stopped making music. I started writing jokes. And then I think it was 2015, uh, like three years after that, um, I finally, you know, mustered up the courage to go do a show. Uh, Didn't go as I fucking, obviously the first show never goes the way you expect it. But later on went to uh, win contests at Flappers Comedy. Shout out Flappers and get onto their roster of comedians, and be able to perform, and so fuck you, you bitch, and so fuck Margaret, hashtag 
fuck Margaret. And that's why, you know, I'm not spiteful in the least, but when I decided to start this podcast, I was like, well, you know, Margaret never believed in me and I think it's funny. So it's going to be the unfunny Kevin show because that's funnier than funny Kevin show. (laughs) And I just liked that, you know, she's probably married and living her life. And, but now, you know, I'm always going to say that the unfunny Kevin show. I'm unfunny. Remember, remember, remember Margaret, you fuck. Anyway, Whew, happy Monday. Happy fucking Monday. Fuck Margaret. Um, that's so that's where the unfunny Kevin show comes from. I just thought it'd be funny to tell people because I imagine they're like, oh, it's like self-deprecation. It's like he's being meta. It's not, it's not, I'm not, I'm not, it's not I'm not trying to be interesting here. I I'm an asshole and she was a cunt, to be frank. So I'm just highlighting how cunty my ex-girlfriend was. That's what I'm doing. It's not that smart or complex there's no like double meaning uh i'm just quoting her (laughs) so the unfunny kevin show uh speaking of which we do have a discord uh we have someone running it uh please join the discord that's where we can do things like you can debate uh what the fuck i should talk about on the show you can uh pitch you have questions i can give you answers we're gonna the discord thing i'd eventually work into the patreon so just get on it now Join the Unfunny Kevin Show Discord. I'll post some uh, details about it later. Uh, unfunnykevin.com, obviously. You know, you guys can get all the audio there. Uh, but, yeah, so really excited. Um, lots of shit is uh, opening up, and it seems like there's definitely a, a greater level of normalcy right now. Um, I'm still going to post questions and answers on... Uh, the Instagram as well as uh, I think I put some on Snapchat today. So I'll, I'll try to see what you guys had for me today. I did it I, honestly just before I came here. So there's not a lot. Um, the poll of the week I did. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Um, I have a couple answers here. Oh, that's funny. Someone someone said Midsommar. Um, Midsommar was good. I, don't, I, I like that. I mean, I... There's this one scene, I don't know, oh, spoiler alerts for everyone. Uh, there's this one scene where they shove, uh, I think they shove a child off of a cliff. No, Midsommar opens up with like a murder-suicide or a, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, over-the-top death and suicide in that movie. But I like. it's quite a beautiful, like visually a stunning film so i'm i can't say that that's the worst but th- they're saying it's the worst so that's funny let me know if you thought midsommar was the worst film you've ever seen i, I don't know if that's going to be a popular opinion i don't think people share that uh spring breakers hands down okay well spring i don't know i <sighs> spring breakers was pretty bad i can't hate on it because i love gucci main and gucci main was in spring breakers but it's not i don't know is it the it's not the worst movie though there's the worst movie like the maybe it's the worst movie that individuals ever seen but i've seen some fucking dog shit um i don't know what's the i don't know what i think is the worst movie i've ever seen i have to think about that um we're gonna put a pin in this in the meantime go leave a five-star review in the apple podcast store some angry goofy who listened to the show gave us one star and as a listener you need to demand more of the public by giving me a five-star review so we can wash out that one star and others can leave their nice reviews just write something nice uh and uh leave me five stars that'd be great helps the show um 
I'm trying to keep it, you know, light here, but it definitely helps. So leave a review if you can. Uh, let's see. Midsommar Spring Breakers. Someone wrote The Godfather 3. That's funny. I, it's bad. It's pretty bad. I didn't watch the Redux or whatever. I'm not, I don't, I don't care that much. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's funny. I, I, okay. I get that. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, we do have a question. Um, vi- okay. Video game addiction in adults and how it affects the mental relationships, uh, how to, oh, how it affects their mental state relationships and life in general. Video game addiction in adults. Um, I don't know. I'd have to Google that. I don't, I don't have a lot of insight on that. Um, I mean, I know people that have video game, uh, addictions, uh, but I mean, I don't know how does it affect their life? I mean, I've been, I've been in situations where I've had friends like fucking cancel plans and fucking, um, I've had friends, you know, riot and, and rage quit and break shit over video games. Um, but I don't, I don't have data on it because I don't really sympathize with it, you know? And they know that. Uh, and I think like others know that if you're dealing with a friend who doesn't get why you don't give a shit about it, right. Or you don't take it seriously, then that's on them. Right. I just think that you have to be realistic about these things. This is, you know, if you're talking about video game addiction, it's like such a silly thing. I remember in, when I was in, uh, middle school world of fucking warcraft had uh rehabs they had rehabs for people that were addicted to that game they had people that got married in the game that had never met each other they met in this fucking online pc game they would get married in the game live in the game and then um because of consequences in the game like losing something or 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 getting a divorce like people would get real life suicide like they'd actually commit suicide in real life because of the game and i would laugh constantly i don't like there's no if you like look here's the thing what might be sad is how you got there right like those people that were playing world of warcraft how they ended up being like i'm a green goblin four and I'm going to marry a fucking mage magician 95 level 95 and we're going to we're going to live happily ever after. Like how the person got there, that's really sad, right? Like I don't know, they were picked on, they're bullied, whatever the fuck happened to them. They got one arm and they can have eight arms in the world of Warcraft. I don't I don't know, right? I don't know how they got there. The journey to the addiction is probably a, the root cause, and B, the thing that's sad. But I can't sympathize once they're there. And I can't sympathize once they're gone, <laughs> once they take their life. I'm like, there has to be, there's a point. And like, it doesn't require intervention from others. A lot of that stuff is on you because I believe in the the, the independent responsibility of, of the individual. The if you If you have the mental... Uh, uh, facilities that you, the, the average person has, you are expected to control yourself, exhibit some kind of fucking ability to notice that you have an issue. Uh, and a lot, and it, sometimes it's not apparently clear, but when you're uh, breaking household items or threatening suicide over a match, then yes, you, you know, right? You know, at that point. And maybe you don't. And maybe, you know, maybe that's why. 
<clears throat> maybe that's why people do the fucking crazy shit they end up doing. Um, so I don't know how to help. I mean, in terms of mental, probably it probably affects them a lot. Uh, but I don't know relationship wise. It's probably not fun, right? It's not fun to, to be with anybody that has an addiction to anything, really. Unless it's an, an, an addiction to loving and fucking you, right? Um, even then, it probably gets boring. Um, men, women, anyone, let me know uh, if you <laughs> if you feel the same. I don't know. It's uh, it's probably rough in and of itself. But um, but those are that's interesting. Send whatever you got the unfunny Kevin Show at gmail dot com or join the Discord. Uh, I'm gonna release details on that soon. Um, but yeah, that's really interesting. I don't know. I haven't thought of it. There is a whole thing with addiction. Like I, it's hard for me personally because you know I, my father's an alcoholic. We've talked about this on the show, um, and he's you know gone through recoveries and treatments and blah blah blah, and he actually did relapse recently, and that's that's fine. I'm not woe is me. Like fuck him. I hate him. Everything's changed. What a selfish prick. Like I know he's selfish right like I, like that, obviously you help him when he's sober because you're really taking care of yourself like you mentally and emotionally right like that's what we do like if you have someone in your life that's hurting and you take care of them a lot of it is you right let's be honest helpers let's be honest nice people here uh it's for you because you're like a you don't want the blowback or the emotional trauma of I walked away and, but let me tell you something. It's, it's healthier in many cases. Okay. I'm not discouraging you from, if you're in a shit situation with an addict, you know, obviously have them seek help, but you seek help too. Okay. So I'm not going to, this episode's not going to be a big thing about Al-Anon or something, but I think that the thing I never understood about helping others is the decay that occurs in yourself. And I feel stronger uh, by seeking help for myself, by admitting that I need to fucking work on things for myself, than I do running around pretending I'm fucking Superman 24-7 when the user gets to be weak 24-7. Are these people... Or can you imagine bigger babies, right? Like if the addict, I'm not talking about the video games now, I'm talking about alcoholism, but it probably all goes hand in hand. If the user, if the addict is allowed to always need help and oh, woe is me and I'm fucking, you know, everything blows, right? Like as the as the alcoholic, then why is the alcoholic allowed to behave that way? And you can't have a moment of weakness, right? You can't need some fucking help. It's crazy. So don't feel that way. Reach out to Al-Anon. Reach out to a friend. Fucking get in a group. I don't know. Get a therapist. Run. Go to the gym. I just started doing that. It's fucking hilarious. Shout out Speakeasy Fitness. I won't tell you where, but I've, I've been going to this gym uh, outdoors. It's really interesting. It's like the new normal, but it's cool. It's like outdoors. It's in a tent. They have tons of equipment. This isn't even like a promotion. I'm just saying part of taking care of yourself right, is your physical health. I'm not fat shaming, but if you're 400 pounds, life's harder. So it's nice to be able to work out, especially in a, a it's not, I guess we're not post COVID yet, but a nearing post COVID uh, uh, reality. Um, and even that really fucking helps. It helps with your heart, helps with your bones, helps with your joints, just being able to fucking move um, and be out there is huge for your mental health. So I'd say 
to the person who sent the message, I don't know. I don't know what you do with something like video game addiction. I know that with alcoholism, uh, it is good to swap in some some physical fitness, some getting off the couch type technique. So maybe that's a thing. You know, maybe you pitch that. Um, but yeah, so good question. Love it. Um, we kind of went over worst movies of all time that people submitted. I, I didn't agree. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't really, I, I'll have to think of my own. But uh, but yeah, so I guess uh, long story short, be sure to continue to support tappedinmusic.com. Uh, we had a great interview last week with uh, uh, a chair, uh, and it was just Juju and I, and we had a bunch of fun. So if you want to watch some of that, please tappedinmusic.com. Continue to support uh, the Unfunny Kevin show uh, at gmail.com, Unfunny Kevin on Twitter, Unfunny Kev on Instagram. You can uh, support the show, of course, by leaving a five-star review. Uh, submit questions, whatever the fuck you want to uh, have me talk about on here through the Discord or through the email. Uh, and I'm really excited to get this shit moving. I'm going to tell you guys some updates. I know we got shout-out Colorado, shout-out Ohio, shout-out New York, shout-out New Jersey. Some of our strongest listening uh, bases are located there. I fucking love you. Uh, and I know shows are irrelevant to you because you're not here, but I do want to start performing abroad, uh, abroad, uh, not abroad. Okay. Cause that's not going to happen because no one wants us in their country. Um, I'm going to start performing in other States, uh, AS fucking AP. Uh, so please continue to support the show. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great week. If you're dealing with an addict, get help for yourself, get help for them. But remember, yourself, you matter. Uh, and just fucking try to enjoy what's left of your week, uh, or what's left. Try to enjoy your week, and then I'll see you next week. <laughs>